When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to introduce our sponsor for this episode, La Coochie. La Coochie is the first brand to offer sustainable, everyday, sexy underwear. It's not only safer for the environment, but also for your body. Did you know the coochie is one of the most absorptive organs of the body? That's why their underwear is made from certified, toxic-free fabrics. They only use GOTS organic cotton, which is free of chlorine, formaldehyde, carcinogens, and other harsh chemicals. Lagucci offers four elevated styles that look flattering on all body types. Personally, I'm obsessed with how soft and smooth they are. They make me feel sexy and confident. Lagucci is an investment for your body's health, and today they're offering our listeners free shipping when you use promo code GIRLPOWERFUL. Go to LaCucci.com to discover the underwear you've been waiting for. That's L-A-C-O-O-C-H-I-E dot com. And as always, don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast to support our mission of making all girls feel seen, valued, and heard. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. Today we have Alex Kay. She is a professional dancer and a co-creator of the fitness company Team 3XT. Alex, we're so happy to have you. Thank you for spending time with us today. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, ladies, for having me. Just to like see, be able to see your faces across and like the colors that you're wearing just like brighten my day. So thank you so much. Aww. <laughs> well, we loved it because we actually partner with Athleta Girl. And we had a movement series with them the month of February, and you were one of the guest mentors. And I'll have to say, you brought so much energy and positivity, and you're just this beam of light. I was like, we need to talk to Alex more. I want to know what what Alex is all about. Thank you, ladies. Yeah, that was so, like, I've I've been teaching adults for like years now and I just I forgot how fulfilling it was to you know to teach the younger generation and your girls your community that you've created is incredible I'm like I told you I was like I'm your number one fan supporter so like whenever you need me (laughs) I'll be here for you guys thanks Alex yeah I was like putting on Dua Lipa every day after that we We totally adopted (laughs) Levitate okay (laughs) 
when we can go out into the world, you'll have all the moves you need. (laughs) So at Girl Powerful, we talk uh, to girls and teach them tools to really build a strong sense of self. So Mm -hmm. building confidence and being proud of who they are through our curriculum. And I know you grew up in LA and we've been there for the past 10 years working with youth. And we know that it's kind of like a fast track in childhood. You grow up really fast because you have access to all this wellness, all this entertainment, and like, you know, there's a lot of have and affluence Mm -hmm. there. So I was wondering, like, since you do have that LA upbringing, what was your 12-year-old self like? Were you super confident or were you comparing to others? So, yeah, I was... I grew up as an only child. I had—I actually was fortunate enough. I came from a musical family, artistic family. I was exposed to obviously LA and Hollywood at an early age, but my father was a musician, is a musician, still in the industry as well. Um, he worked with Marvin Gaye. This is like older generation that you would know, or Aretha Franklin. And, um, and my mother as well was a, a dancer. So I luckily was very supported in, you know, my craft and what I what I chose to do but I also was as an only child like very reserved and shy you know and um and dealt with other things like my parents getting divorced and living with my mother and you know so I just remember her telling me you just were so full of energy growing up I needed to find something to keep you busy um and so she threw me in you know in activities and other things and we'll get into that later but you know I learned how to entertain myself um and also find gymnastics um and that was like my solid home so that's where like I kind of was able to blind myself from all the distractions and the pressures of you know being in LA and what school you do go to and you know what do you want to be when you grow up um you know so that was something that like was that that solid ground for me that my gym that I could come home to that, you know, just helped, helped me find like my direction and my peace, um, you know, amongst, you know, all the, the pressures and everything like that from being, you know, a young child growing up in LA and, you know, with single parents. So that was really beneficial. Really interesting how we end up talking to so many females that they grew up with a single mom and I don't have any idea how we all connect, but we're it's literally a lot of people's stories. And I don't know, like you feel like you're super alone when you're a teen or tween or younger and your parents are divorced because no one really talks about it. And like, we kind of felt like outcasted because we grew up in Missouri and everyone there, you know, they stay married, even if it's not healthy for them. But mm-hmm. the Bible Belt, I think they lean on that and they, that's just not what they do. So did you feel a little different because you had a single mom? I mean, yeah, it was something that like, do I share this? You know, I'm like, I don't, you know, you, I never was put in that position to have to choose, you know, what, what parent or whatever, but I was kind of, I leaned towards obviously my mother, like we just were closer. She's, you know, she was my first dance teacher. So it's like, I had that connection with her. Um, but it, it was also like, like my background at, at my age too, people didn't really look like me. I wasn't, um, I did actually audition for something as a younger child in the industry. And it was like, I've had these responses of, Oh, we're not taking her type, you know? So I wasn't like, I didn't feel welcome. I didn't know where I belonged. You know, I was very shy into myself and shyness isn't a bad thing. Like to the girls listening, there's nothing wrong with being shy. Like you're very observant. I'm sure like, you know, you listen more, you know? So there's things that, that come from from that and you just have to use kind of your experiences 
and you take advantage of it, you know, and, and not feel, you know, like there's anything wrong, wrong with that. You know what I mean? And not be afraid to share as well. Like I've learned this as I'm growing up more and more now, like you, you never know the person in your class can be going through the exact same thing, you know, and that's what, if anything can bring you closer together and have that support system. So. Right. That, that makes me think of a lot of girls that we work with the first time we work with them they feel like they have to say like, I'm confident or I'm brave, but like you can just tell with their body language or with their voice, they think that's what we want to hear. And so mm-hmm. that's when we work with them. We're like, we want you to be proud of who you are. You can be shy. You can be timid. I'm a very like reserved, reserved person. So mm-hmm. it's like, I resonate with a lot of girls who are kind of shy. And, you know, Teddy's more outgoing and puts yourself out there more but I feel like it's really important for them to see the two of us because we're very different personality wise and it's okay you know it's okay but I love that you found your some some of your identity on the mat in gymnastics so Mm -hmm. tell us about that like when how was your journey with gymnastics and building confident because it's all about your strengths and your abilities and actually showing that to other people which can be hard yeah, so so like I, said, I mentioned briefly, my my mom was my first dance teacher. So, you know, she had this graceful sort of fun approach to it. You know, she's like, it wasn't a class where like she was babysitting. It was like, no, these kids I know are going to be here because they actually want to be here. You know, so I got to see that, um, you know, that professional side of her, but also, uh, you know, how much fun it was to just like she made our costumes as well and like how much fun it was to transform into these characters um and then when I passed her her level of what level she taught at she put me in rhythmic gymnastics which you know I had coached like Russian Ukrainian coaches um they were like if you're joining this club like we want you to be the best of the best and obviously you know take it as far as you can so the training was five hours a day like it it definitely kept me busy and very disciplined. Um, and again, was that, that like that solid kind of foundation that, that opened me up to, to new things. Like I was able to travel um, through gymnastics. My mom couldn't go with me because of financial issues and stuff like that. So she bartered and was like, oh, just take her, you know, take her and like, good luck, Alex. Like, you know, so I was able to see different, you know, ways of living and, um, and, just was open to just, just new things, you know, so that was very scary for me, but, you know, it's something that I think just helped, if anything, um, further in my career, you know, because I was ready for it. Touching on what you mentioned briefly about auditioning as a young girl and someone saying, like, we're not into your look right now, or whatever the, the easy letdown is, which is not easy, and, you know, it's 20 years later, and you're bringing it up, so obviously it hurts your soul, it hurts your, it hurts, forever and I'm just curious like with dancing like you're constantly like trying out you're trying out you're trying to impress you're trying to be someone they want you to be how have you maneuvered that and how have you made like an audition like a healthy experience instead of a toxic one yeah so that it took it took some trial and error you know like out of high school I kind of was like praised as oh you're the you're the dancer you you know you're gonna you're gonna shine you need to do this as your your career and some supported me some didn't but um you know and then stepping into that professional world getting an agent and going on auditions like the complete opposite happened you know I wasn't being praised and like you know 
just gifted with those those compliments left and right. I was like, no, you're not this. No, you're not tall enough. No, you don't have the right color hair. Like, you know, and then eventually it took, it took on the hundredth audition, you know, that one person to take a chance on me and who actually shared, like, you have something special about you. Like those were his words, like two, two choreographers actually, like there's something special about you, you know, you keep showing up like auditions can last eight hours a day or have callbacks and like I just kept showing up you know regardless of like the walls I felt like I was running into um and and also just yeah just like staying staying true to myself knowing sometimes you can't take it personal you know sometimes maybe you you don't have the relationship with that person or you are stepping into this room for the first time and the first time this person's seeing you um but it's not always about like even your skill, even your talent, you know what I mean? There's so many other factors that come into play. um, And you'll learn that, you know, with like, if you do choose this industry or not, or in any avenue, like that it's, there's so many things, you know, it could be. So um, just know like within yourself, what direction it is you're going in, uh, you know, that you're ready when you, when that opportunity does come um, and to just not take it personal. That's just with anything, you know? So you walk into an audition, do you use positive self-talk or how do you hype yourself up? Good question. So, so yeah, and this is something that transformed throughout, you know, what I've allowed myself to learn and educate myself on. Um, I, again, go back to my, my quiet space and, uh, and take a moment to myself to stretch and even backstage to, I, I love to use breathing techniques um, and even, you know, try and allow myself to meditate and kind of give myself those, those, uh, you know, yeah, positive self, little self talks. Like I've, I've rehearsed this left and right. I can do this in my sleep. I know this, like (laughs) I am capable, you know, and really breathing has been the most thing to just come back to myself, come back to the present moment, you know, forget about all these things that, you can't control, you know, know that basically I've done the work I've rehearsed, you know, I've come and showed up as prepared as I could be and, you know, letting it go and surrendering, you know, like whatever your faith may be, whatever, if you trust the universe, your, your spirituality, like surrendering to that and trusting that, you know, the universe will have your back and, and you're good. Like whatever happens, happens, and you're going to be prepared for it. (laughs) You know, if you fall, make it a dance move. Like, (laughs) Make it work. Do you have a specific breathwork technique that you do? You know what? I I don't. I'm I'm actually uh, kind of developing that even more now. It's really and it's something that just you know people say I can't meditate. I don't know what to do. It's really just just focusing on the physical factors that happen. Like I know breathing comes naturally, remembering that like at any moment it's accessible to you. And that's something that all you have to do is focus on that. Focus on your inhalations, your exhalations. I focus on what physical things are happening in my body. Is my, my chest is expand, expanding. I'm opening up my heart. I'm shining it. Like I feel it literally, you know, dripping down from the crown of my head to I literally head, shoulders, knees, toes, <laughs> like this go back to the simple you know the simple approach and and that's really it like you know there's again so many techniques and there's so many things you can you can use um you know specifically for relaxation or anxiety um and that's I'm still exploring but that just works for me like just keep simple you know I'm curious what 
was the first time someone actually like you got a win like you got a yes to an audition what was like what thinking back on the past 10 years what was something that was exciting and like you you're just mine and your heart exploded with joy oh my god I've been there's been so many um I would say the most fulfilling it's like you know when things come back in full full circle um was when I booked the Super Bowl for Lady Gaga and I remember I posted you're like are you doing it this year I was like no not this year a few years back but I booked the Super Bowl for Lady Gaga and that was so amazing because number one like okay I didn't have to audition but I did so many things leading up to that to to like to know like I deserve to be in that room so Richard Jackson who was the choreographer he had actually been the choreographer for a girl group that I was in in the past called Nikki 16. And he like, he was the best training that I could have ever had, you know, brought out the best performer in me and versatility and, and everything. So, um, and with that group, I was working with another girl named Christina Grady. Um, you know, I also did a, a music video for Lady Gaga. So this was something that like, I, he created this project and this group of people that he knew were going to make Lady Gaga as an artist feel comfortable. Number one, he knew he can depend on, he knew had good energy, like, hard workers all wanted to be there so like being able to come together and perform with your friends and people that you really love and like on this platform in front of millions of people you know for the first time like number one I couldn't ever imagine that (laughs) but that was just like my heart like exploded you know and you know it was a month of just rehearsals and grinding with these people and, and the fastest 15 minutes of my life. (laughs) Your adrenaline was just pumping. It was probably like planning a wedding. You put so much time and effort and then it's over and you're like, okay, well, what do we do now? (laughs) Like you literally run on stage because they have like seven minutes to set up the stage, perform, run back off. Like, okay, but like so good. That show was so good. (laughs) Yeah, it was, yeah, it it was amazing. Like Like, your proof and a testament to like you show up, you do the hard work. You, it's like, you're not complaining, you're doing the work. And then look what happened. They're like, Alex is a hard worker. She's a badass dancer. She'll show up for us, you know, and we'll support her and she'll support us in our whole creative process. And look now, you're, you were at the Super Bowl with Lady Gaga. It's amazing. Yeah, I still get, I still get chills. Yeah, that's the thing. As a dancer, you have to remember, it's not about, it's not about you. So when I go back to saying it's, don't take it personal, like you're there to support the artist, to make their vision come to life, you know, to bring the choreographers, you know, artistry on stage and entertain and like hopefully impact and, and, you know, influence somebody, even if it's just like that one person in the audience, you know, so it's selfless, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's fulfilling and it has its amazing like benefits and, you know, I've explored the world and traveled all over the place from it, but it's also, it's like a, a service, you know, it's, it's, you're giving yourself. Well, is that how everyone thinks about it? I feel like a lot of people, there are egos with their talents. And I feel like we were just talking to someone else and ego has the word go in it. So it does propel you forward. So how can you be like, so humble and kind and graceful yet you're accomplishing all these things that you need to be doing yeah (laughs) yeah I can't speak for I can't speak for everyone you know again this is it's not 
everybody just sees the the glory and the glamour and glitz, you know, behind it, because that, that's what you see. You see the, the final product, you know, but there are dealing, you know, dealing with artists and so many different personalities. There's so many, so many egos and people that, you know, want a piece of you or, you know, you see that, that envious side or, you know, when they do see you in the light, like, want to get in and you know you're like where'd you come from like you know <laughs> yeah Alex remember me <laughs> yeah right like what I haven't talked to you you know why you know so yeah you just have to really really pay attention to that and even with yeah with working with artists they you know that there can be I don't know they can be feel threatened or like one instance an artist like pushed me on stage and you know it wasn't like I wasn't in her way like she literally like pushed us and like flicked my ear like I'll never forget <laughs> and wow that's like not where she was just like I don't wear, I don't want the girls to wear makeup I want them in turtlenecks oh. it was the middle of like summer in the hottest like humid place in the world um you know and it, you just have to like really have that security and find that that confidence in yourself and know that you can't change other people you can only change yourself yeah <laughs> you know? that's I mean I feel like that's like women in in general and I think like when they aren't confident and they have self-esteem issues they're like oh no it's like it goes I don't know why weddings keep popping up in my head but it's like the bridesmaid dress they're like we're gonna put you in these ugly ass dresses and I'm gonna be beautiful today why would an artist want that I would want my team to be like this most powerful unit Mm -hmm. yeah and there there are artists yeah you know I can't I said it not everyone is is going to be like that but you know everybody has their struggles and that's the thing too like we have to know like artists aren't perfect you know right. we want to talk about them you know on on this pedestal and but they're human beings as well they go through you know panic attacks and stress and just everyday things that we go through as well you know so uh you know it's just knowing that it's not about you 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 know I don't think I would never want to take the attention away. Like you have to know you have your light and you're, you can't, you know, dim your light for anybody else. Basically like you're going to shine no matter what. And if that's what makes them feel better about themselves, like good for them, you know, you keep it moving. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Keep it moving and find the good tribe that does support you. Exactly. You were on Lana Del Rey's tour. Was that, and if I, I was just creeping and like, you know, (laughs) doing research, researching and doing my due diligence, but it seemed like just through the pictures and the content that she really supports all of her dancers and that you guys, you know, are equals. So how do you like maneuver that, like your mental health on the road and on tour and then finding a group that fits, like, how do you like, find that again because I know you guys are always doing new projects and new things yeah I mean it's this Lana has been like I've been working with her and still currently working with her for over like four years now and so it is like it doesn't happen often you know I am like I'm so thankful and blessed that we cross paths because she's not only an amazing incredible artist that I admire and you know look up to but she's like a good friend of mine um and and yeah that sometimes that doesn't happen you are so separated as a dancer um you know artist works in another room without you then you have that one couple rehearsals you come together perform on stage and you're done so it really takes you know there's some artists that want to know who you are where do you where's your background you know Beyonce was like 
tell me your name, tell me a couple things about yourselves. Like she, she wants that powerhouse behind her and to, and to know, you know, her, her team on a deeper level. And Lana is the same. She, she, the interview, the, not the interview, but the audition was like, like two days. And she auditioned people, I think multiple times before I actually auditioned for her and I was chosen, you know, so it does, it's rare, honestly, it's a, it's a rare, um, experience that I've been having. Um, but on the road, you know, I, I've done better with this later as I, you know, realized that I had the time to do this, but I really take time to, um, to explore. And like, if you can, you know, include each other and the other people in the business, um, to know, yes, yes, it's a job. Yes. You have to show up and be on time, but also like take the opportunity and be grateful and, and utilize the time that you do have, you know, in these different places. So we would, dive into the culture we like we were in Buenos Aires and I was like there's a tango show happening across the street let's go let's go see it you know let's figure it out like we would do the different things that would just inspire us and kind of come together as a collective community and in bonding moments you know um we would go out and, and do yoga classes in a different country you know like things that were familiar to us that made us feel more like at home you know that we could do together so that's really cool. It's yeah. like dance gave you access to the world mm-hmm. and while you're expressing yourself, which is a really big thing because just personally, I was always afraid to dance in front of people. Oh. Like I was like so shy and I'm six foot tall. So I was always like insecure about just my height. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I would only like dance at home or like with my best friend or with Teddy, you know? Mm-hmm. So do you have any tips? Like, because you, you can, like, stand in your power on a stage and around the world, and it's a really beautiful thing that a lot of people can't tap into, mm-hmm. self-expression. So do you have any, like, encouragement for girls or women listening to have the mind-body connection? I mean, yes. Like, so much. Where do I, where do I start? Um, so, yeah, it depends on, again, what's your, if, if you're a young girl and, you know, one of your girls, too, from the Girl Powerful class, she reached out and was like, I want to take my dance to the next level. She's so sweet. Um, you know, what do I do? Like, first, there, find what direction you want to go in. You know, if, if you're an adult and you love to dance, but you're like, I don't know, you know, I just want to dance. So, take a dance class. I have, I'll share with you more. I have a platform of classes that you can, you can step into and take for all levels. Um, but also take versatility in mind, know that you need to train. Training is key. Try everything. If you don't know what particular styles that you love to do, explore, you know, this is like the time is now you're, you're young. We're all still young. We can explore whatever we want to do. You know what I mean? And so just take that time to explore and see what you do enjoy to do. Um, and if you are great at one thing, that's great. But I know what, what helped me in my career was, was, multitude of of things you know making sure I have a little bit of jazz a little bit of technique a little bit of hip-hop I knew that I wanted to break into the dance industry in LA and that was more commercial more hip-hop based so I went to Millennium Dance Complex and took hip-hop classes you know left and right and I even worked out trade it's called work for trade or something where like I didn't have all the money in the world to pay for classes but I worked at the studio so I can take classes you know so I figured out a way to do that and get my training um and then attitude like no matter what my chair coach when I was in high school she's like whenever you step into this rehearsal space I want you to leave everything out the door you know like 
okay, if we need to work on some deeper issues, like that's fine. We can take that outside. But like when you're in rehearsal, I want you to be present and to, you know, have your focus and your attitude be here and, and humble and, you know, and nice, like be kind, you know what I mean? You're, you're on a job and, and work well together. That's what definitely helped me in my career. And then, and then again, like keep showing up, like, you're going to get nose, you're going to fail, you're going to trip, your pants are going to rip down the center, like anything is going to possibly happen. But the more, you know, you show up, somebody's going to notice if they don't notice you right away, they will eventually and you will you will know I've been watching you. There's, there was this choreographer, I went to her audition several times. And I'm like, she still doesn't book me, but she keeps inviting me to her auditions. And then one day she's like, okay, I really want to hire you. But this is a thing the artist, you look a lot like the artist. So, you know, it can't, it's not going to work. So I was like, okay, she's like, keep coming next, you know, next class. Like, so it's just keep showing up, keep, you know, showing your face. And, and, um, and that's, I feel like it's, something's going to come. Like, if you think that, okay, maybe this job, don't, don't tip, be hard on yourself. Like your, your height is going to work for a job. I had to be I was amongst the taller, the shorter girls in this Victoria's Secret job, but they wanted all like five, eight girls and taller to work for, to stand behind Justin Timberlake in these, in these boxes and be these, you know, silhouettes, you know, already in heels and, and make his show, you know, amazing. So, you know, like at one point in time, like your gift and what you have to offer is gonna, is gonna have something to show for it. So that's great advice. Yeah. <laughs> show up and someone's always watching you. So be mm-hmm. present in your craft. A lot of girls, it's like, put down your phone, like be present in what we're doing because you get so many downloads when you're present and you, you know, you feel alive when you're present. Mm-hmm. And side note, should I call Justin Timberlake? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't know about my silhouette. <laughs> Okay, so that leads me into your your other venture is you you're a co-creator for Team 3XT. Yes. So tell us about it. So Furley is my business partner. We both we met in a dance company and she is an incredible dancer as well. Like I look up to her. Um we crossed paths in a Los Angeles-based dance company. Um that was called Marshall Dance Company, and it emphasized, was inspired by the Dunham technique. So Catherine Dunham was this anthropologist. She traveled the world and studied all these different styles, um, and we performed together where actually Alec Baldwin was um, a, present, a presenter at one of our shows, um, and dance companies don't do the best in LA. You know, this is like the most competitive place, you know, and, um, but we kept crossing paths after through working with Skechers and Nike, and we'd both be on the sidelines, like, doing the extra, like, core crunches and, and sit-ups and, like, 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 calm down, so I was kind of like, okay, what is it about this, like, we need to do something together, I had a heels class at the time, too, that I was teaching on the side, and Furley approached me and was like, look, I, I want to create something with you, like, she was already a businesswoman had her her business goggles on um and she's like I want to come together and I'm like yes I I hate doing things by myself <laughs> so I love like as you two like I love collaboration and I need like I'm not the 
the fiery one. I'm like the creative, I have all the ideas, but I need that person with the fire to like, you know, ignite. Um, and so Team 3XT came to light. Uh, and at first it was something that we, we met on the road. She was on tour with Beyonce. I was doing, I think Lana Del Rey at the time, we would meet at the gym, at the hotel, and like create these workouts in the hotel rooms, like at the airports and like, you know, cause our whole thing was like, you can work out anytime, anywhere, no excuses. You know, I don't care where you're at in the world. Like, it's possible, you know? Yeah. Um, and that was just to, to make dance and fitness accessible to everybody, you know? So we felt dancing was so healing, so fulfilling, so fun. Um, and you don't have to be a professional dancer or want to be a professional dancer to pursue it and to experience this. So that's the heart of, you know, of Team 3XT. Like this is, it's possible. Like we say that quote, like if it's a floor, it's a dance floor, like use it, <laughs> like whatever oh. dance, you know, you don't have to look like everybody else. Dance is all about expression. What's your story, you know? And that's what we wanted to to give and let, let people, you know, in on like. I think that in your videos with your team, you all very, are very unique and it's like you are putting out this message through like how you all dance uniquely with your own bodies and like someone that we know Ellie that also works with you yeah. you know Ellie is just like you know just totally free in herself and so fluid and that's like such a different look than how you dance or your partner dances and it's really cool to mm -hmm. see you guys as but Ellie was like the person in the back like she was hiding you know like we mm -hmm. said we knew she was capable and saw that in her, that potential. And she has all the certifications in the world, but we would be like, babe, can you teach for us? Can you sub? And she'd be like, no, she'd freeze. Like she was not that girl, you know, but she kept coming. She kept training like, and you know, sometimes it does take that, that extra, that extra push, but uh, you know, and we would do silly, silly games in classes too. And, you know, kind of to break the ice, like Furley and I, we, I think we're kind of goofy. We don't like create that crazy, like strict teacher with the cane, you know, we don't yeah. hit or any <laughs> slap anybody. Like, it's not about that. It's like, come to this safe space, you know, to dedicate to yourself for an hour to, to release, let go, to just move, you know, and give yourself, um, you know, something back. Do you think that if dance wasn't your career, you would still dance like every day or go to classes like this? I think so. I actually, in high school, so I, I wanted to make sure, like, am I just dancing because, you know, my mom was, like, my teacher, and, you know, like, I make sure I took a step back and, again, explored other other sports, you know, other sort of activities and stuff like that, and and there was nothing like performing and, you know, being on stage and, and being able to, to, like, share that with, with anybody, and even with teaching, like, I just get like teary-eyed when I talk to my students and I, I see the transformation, you know what I mean? Cause it's just something that is just so powerful. And um, I think it would, it would probably be in the arts and on some level, you know what I mean? So it's like, if you don't, if maybe dance isn't for you, it could be choreography, you know, maybe you work better outside of, of that, that dance studio, or maybe it's creative directing, or maybe it's like a friend of mine is an architectural designer for now for, for stages and things on set, like it could, you know, unravel into all these different things, you know? So, so yeah, I just would say like explore and, and see like what, yeah, what, 
sets your soul on fire, basically. Yes. And that leads me into our last question that we ask every guest. So what makes you feel the most alive? Well, I I have so many. I feel like so many, especially now I've been like exploring so many things, but I mean, on being on stage, of course, it's like that moment where you hear the crowd, the music, live music, just like fills my blood like it's it's ridiculous how much like I I just am fulfilled by that um and but just yeah just bringing that that vision to life being on stage knowing that like I can just have a positive I don't know influence on that one person in the crowd you know and and just let them forget and take them to you know a different different space for that one moment I feel you know sometimes I've cried on stage like get it together Alex like had those moments where like this is actually you know this is happening I'm I'm living in my purpose and like pretty much anything when I'm totally immersed in something whether that's that's traveling or you know seeing the the results of you know these these women in the company like transform that is that is where I feel the most alive yeah you truly are selfless and it's a really beautiful thing and being a woman that's creative and you can stand in your power and then express that through movement. It's very beautiful, Alex. So thank you for sharing that with us. What can we expect next from you and your team? Well, (laughs) we are, I just, again, want to make and expand, you know, we're all about community. I hope to influence another 50, another thousand women to, you know, to know that like dancing movement health mindfulness is so important especially right now uh you know i just really hope that it it reaches more people and explodes and you know we just have as much of an impact on the world and um you know for self-care as possible um and you know for me personally i i would love to to like leave my mark in some sort of way i'm trying to get over my fear of like actually documenting i don't know doing maybe a documentary or or even like a book even if i don't you know publish it but like actually no, like it would be so interesting i would be your first customer oh, buying the book yeah watching and watching the, the, the documentary the documentary yeah, yeah just something you know something that like just to share what worked for me how I you know have overcome you know all these obstacles and challenges and just hopefully to you know to bring that that light to somebody else yeah I think sharing is caring and that's what we're all doing here and it's important to show up and I know you were a little nervous about doing a podcast and like but you wanted to <laughs> killed over, it you wanted to overcome that fear and it's a big deal and I mean it's really interesting Sonia and I even have this platform like through a podcast because public speaking is something that totally makes me unnerved and flip out yeah. and normally I black out right? <laughs> I do now and you show up and you try and you try and everything's not perfect but hey yeah. at least we're doing it at least you showed up like I always say shoot for a B. I'm not trying to be some sort of perfect person that doesn't exist because then I would feel bad about myself. So I'm cool being above <laughs> average, but not perfect. Exactly. That's too much pressure, you know, too much. That's too much pressure on ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alex, yeah. you are a light and you spread light to everyone. I think you are just so bright and wonderful. And you just taught me my own lesson on my own self-love journey, just to do what I want, dance and sing and get loud and just go yeah. after my passion and also show up. 
the time. And that's the biggest part is doing the hard work, but it will pay off. Yeah, definitely. So where can everyone find you if they want to join your classes, if they want to follow you on Instagram? Yeah, so team3xt.com is our website. You can get access to Studio 3XT. We have a seven-day trial to explore and see what you like right now, um, what movement, whatever serves you. And then I'm on IG at Miss, M-I-S-S, Alex, K-A-Y-E. Um, and yeah, that's it. I'll be around <laughs> whenever you guys need again, like, please reach out if you have any questions any young girls I'm open I'm here to you know to help and would love to see your faces and hear from you so thank you Alex thank you talk soon Bye. bye bye thanks to our guest for more information on her see the show notes please hit subscribe if you have not already that way a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week